What's up, everybody? It's Joe LaPuma. You were listening. You were watching the Complex Sneakers podcast. As always, I am with my guys. First to my right, Mr. Matt Welty. Uh, it's like the first mile of a marathon today, right? Yeah, you guys got a busy day. <laughs> yep. But I'm glad that you got a new haircut for it. That's a different <laughs> hairstyle. That's a different one. That's a different one than you're used to. A lot yeah. of hair comments always week to week about you, but that's a different haircut. Is that right? Are they in the YouTube yeah. comments? But, but Welty, isn't that a little different? Yeah, I went... Um... High and tight? I went in skin a, fade. I went in. It been about two years, but finally made a trip back to see the Russian barber. Looks different. Looks good. Sorry. Looks, <laughs> looks different. Looks good. To my left, of course, Mr. Brendan Dunn. Here I am. How you doing? I'm all right. I feel like it's been a long time since we had just the three of us. Is that right? Yes, it's been weeks and weeks. I know. I know people like that. I, I like. I like when we bring other people in. But Same. we're just gonna hang out today. We're just yeah. gonna chop it up. Amongst ourselves. Exactly. That's what we do best, right? Also, I feel like on one hand, I don't want to be redundant, you know, and like there's a lot of episodes where at the top we're like, oh, it's a busy day. But you know what? That's Today, just our lives. Today's busy. That's, it's, that's you, what you we got. It's reality. That's what you guys got to. Re- that's what we all got to realize. Oh, busy day. Every day's busy. Yes. And you guys have, you guys got a lot going on today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just got back from a trip to Mexico. So okay. I'm saying, you know. It was a good time. We both got back from trips. <laughs> How was Mexico? <laughs> we got to talk about both of these You go trips. first. <laughs> Mexico was a good time. I was down there for the House of Vans opening. Okay. Talked to Steve Van Doren for a while, uh, ran around eating tacos. You know, my Spanish is not as good as it used to be. Okay. So I am thankful to my friend Nick from Hypebeast who helped me out a little bit, and he speaks Spanish quite well. You made friends on the trip. Yeah, Who yeah. Else? So, so we were rolling around. Okay. Um, it was, yeah. I was, I was happy about that. All right. The, um... Look at that sneaker media bringing people together. <laughs> Love you know, it. I, I, caught, I caught the end of the F one season finale in the airport. I was I was hectically, you know, shuffling all my passports and attestation forms and vaccine proofs while I was streaming on a bootleg thing. The, controversial the, end, right? Controversial for sure. Shout out to all my F1 fans out there. The real question is, so no sunburn. So what SPF did you use? <laughs> None. Was the weather nice? The weather was nice, but I was I was also inside in the hotel room working quite a bit while I was okay. down here in Mexico. Complex so. Sneakers podcast where you were in warm weather climate I went to Aspen with the Kith trip. Cold yeah. weather climate. Yeah, and you know what? Welty, did you notice the photos from the Kith trip? Yeah, Joe wasn't on the slopes. I saw so many. I saw Yes, I and saw I know Victor that you DM'd shredding. I know that you DM'd Ronnie something. Uh I was on the slopes. I have proof. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Were you were you on the I thought you, you were on the slopes with skis or a snowboard or on the slopes with the snowmobile? You had a sled? Snowmobile. <laughs> How did you That's know that a, I DM'd Ronnie? He told me. <laughs> Is that a <laughs> is that a slope? If you're on a snowmobile, that's more of like on the. Uh, uh, it was a trail. Yeah. It was a trail. Okay. I was out there for four hours in nature. I have the picture. I sent you guys the pictures to prove it. Uh, oh, yeah, all snow- the, all you, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't reenact the Pine Barrens episode. No, no, no. I get that. It's funny. That's funny. By the way, I get that one. Went snowmobiling for three to four hours. Great trip. Uh, like I said, though, I was let down because I, I, you know, I see Nunez on the ski lift. Heavy. They I were all heavy on it. Maybe Thirteenth Witness. Is, Chris, is, no, Thirteenth Witness wasn't there. Chris Stamp is like a real okay. snowboarder. You saw the yeah. The I see yeah. Daniel Arsham bombing the Arsham, half pipe or something. Arsham. But I, I see uh, the photo of Joe. It's just you <laughs> on like a on like a little a little trail with maybe yeah. some trees around it. Wasn't even a trail. A dusting it was, of snow. It wasn't just, even just posing. You, you. It wasn't a trail. It you're was, in Aspen li- and you didn't do any snow that, activities like that. I went I mean, snowmobiling. Uh, listen, it wasn't even a trail. It was like, uh, all right, relax. No, I, just, I just got the, uh, you, when, when you mentioned, when you mentioned Daniel Arsham, uh, hitting the half pipe, just in my head, I'm envisioning him having like a long history in like Norwegian, like cross country skiing. He, I, I, I don't they're know all why, very, but. they're all very good. My, my shot was not even on a trail. It was like a tree outside the hotel yeah, into you, town. You were yeah. leaned up when you had Somebody the shot. You had the, the kid fit. What do you call the, what do you call that style of jacket that you had on? Reversible. Plaid. I don't look at me. I don't know. Oh no! It was like the puffer, like the Japanese style jacket. I don't know the name okay. for that. I'm not sure. I'm sorry. Great trip. Uh, something that came <laughs> up. You guys got props on the trip. Um, oh. Someone. Well, someone said, "Oh man, I uh, the show with the th- with the three guys." Um, the three guys. No, no, no not the three they guys. Didn't know the, our name? No, not not that. I shouldn't say that. The the, the show on Complex. They were saying, uh, you know what they said was the funniest episode though. Which, what do you think it is? Premium P. No. Go back in the archives. They're like, one of the funniest things I've watched was huh. this episode of Full Size Run. What was it? Oh, Full Size Run? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, Jim, they're all hits. Jim Jones? No. Easy Buster? 
Come on, two more guesses. Fat Joe? No. Marcus Jordan? No, good internet, maybe not your oh, favorite. Oh, Rich the Kid. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I always love when we get props for that one. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's Woo. the thing. That's how it goes. You get props for it. But but yeah, yeah it was good internet, and they oh. said it was one of the funniest Gosh. things. Uh, I'll take that. Great trip. Wait, can I can I talk about my trip a little bit more? Because yeah, of course. I'm there, sorry. There is a, no, I mean. Okay. No, no. You don't need to apologize. Okay. Um, one funny thing, and I tweeted about this. I hope you all saw it. I was at this sneaker store. In Mexico City, mm -hmm. and I saw this mural. <laughs> Did you see this one? No, I, I didn't it. see it. No, no, no. I saw it. <laughs> it is the most absurd thing I've ever seen. So, in this sneaker store, which they have like a cereal bar, in the sneaker store is it is this, streets? Is this like a resale shop or a retail shop? No, a retail shop. Okay. In the back, they have a basketball court, and there's a mural painted at, on this basketball court. It's it's on the wall, mm -hmm. and the group of people in this mural. So there's Jerry Lorenzo, Justin Bieber, Basquiat, Virgil Abloh, Karl Lagerfeld, Jonah Hill. I'm going to text you a photo of this real quick. Well, the, um, Ray, Ray Kawakubo is on there. Homeo from Atmos is on there. <laughs> Jun Takahashi. It's just the, the most absurd collection of characters that you could ever imagine. Beyonce, Travis Scott, Jeff Staple. Did you sign it? Um, <laughs> I was actually peeling back. I'm texting it to you now. Well, peeling back some of the the covering to see if maybe my face was up there. Bad Bunny, you from Ambush, <laughs> just <laughs> classic. Like, what do these people have to do with each other? The, the oh woman from Die Antwerp, the the South African rap group, is on there. Do you see it now, Welty? <laughs> it's also like funny because you know the the people who are going in there and it's like unless you're like super like insider baseball, it's like how many people are going to recognize like oh that's Homeo. Homeo is the most absurd inclusion, which he's a legend in sneakers, yeah, but of nobody's course, ever going to know. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. And also, he's right by Jonah Hill. Like, what What type of sense does that make? Joe, speaking of going to archives, maybe I'm a mistaken thing. Is this, <laughs> is this the hoodie that you wore on the original sneaker shopping episode? Let's check. Wow. And it is. Wow. And it is. This dude's memory. Wow. This is wow. The, the first ever sneaker shopping with episode? With Jim Jones. Hoodie? Yes. Let's Holy see shit. if the internet works here. Do you think you could um, maybe 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 we could partner with eBay to auction that off April as like a 5th, charity 2011. thing? This guy's right, Joe. I a didn't even think ago? about it. Yeah, twenty April fifth, twenty eleven. I've had this ten years this hoodie, and that's a good. That's what I love about Supreme. You you keep them and like. So is this is this uh, hoodie gonna either gonna get hung up in the Smithsonian, or, or the new Buzzfeed office, <laughs> or do you think it could be like put in the rafters at Flight Club? Where would you rather see it? Either would be apropos. Maybe we put it over here. Yeah. Put it over here, maybe? <laughs> maybe after another 10 years. Not a store. What sneakers were you wearing again? I, I don't remember. Bordeaux 7s. Wow. His yep. History right and there. And you know how I remember? Because he goes, you have a, you know, you're more of a Wiz Khalifa jeans type of <laughs> Jim says that. Because my jeans were tighter. Um, the Wiz Khalifa yeah, cause, cause the I was wearing the tight jeans. Bordeaux Sevens, this hoodie. Yeah, good memory. <laughs> when was the last time you watched that? Uh, a while ago. Never, right? I would never ago. I would never go back and it watch the old stuff unless I absolutely had to. Very, very stiff as a host. <sighs> We've come a long way. We have come a long way. We're famous. I, I, one guy, one person. Recognize you? Recognized me in Mexico City, but it was the funniest encounter because we hopped out of the Sprinter van, and I wasn't sure if... He was just asking for a photo with me because I seemed like somebody because I was coming out of a sprinter van because he didn't say anything to me. He just he just pointed at me and like lifted his finger and like made a hand signal like he wanted a photo. And I was like, I've been doing a lot of this. <laughs> You've been hanging. Mm -hmm. You were throwing the shakas. Yeah. <laughs> hanging loose. Yeah. In the photos? How do we feel about that as a. <laughs> oh, man, I'm living Akamai every day. It's like. Shout out to the 808. You know I'm, I'm, I'm with you. You're walking. You're, you're walking past and it's like, you know. Yeah, I like Shaka. this. This okay. seems a little more warmth as a, you know, not, not stop like yeah. you're walking past someone switching it up a little bit. Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> uh, it's he's a big peace sign guy. Peace sign guy. If I'm feeling a little spicy, it might be like Ugh. the um, pretending like we're getting ready for a big fight and throwing like the fist. Ooh, okay. You know? okay, well, you, I'll do a thumbs up. I'm trying to do the J thumbs Prince. Thumbs up is I'm cool. I'm trying to do the J Prince with the one oh, hand. Oh in the man, the, and the yeah. pointing. <laughs> 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 I might, I might, I might steal that. Yeah, like this. That's what. I, but, but sorry, this this guy asked for the photo, and he didn't say anything. 
And I, again, I was like, I have no idea if this person knows who I am. And then three days later, he tagged me on an Instagram story being like, I took a photo with this guy. Do you guys think this was Brendan Dunn or not? <laughs> they don't expect you to be in different places. Well, I mean, you're, yeah, Worldwide. if you're in Mexico City, it's kind of like... You go to the kebab spot in Jersey, you expect to see him there. <laughs> Mexico City? Not sure. That was the only one, though. Nobody nobody at the Adidas store recognized me. A little, right. dis a little disappointing. Adidas store, I saw... Have you guys seen the Pharrell... Human made the latest round of Adidas apparel. This is super random, but I quite like that stuff. Is There's that some... the one Speedy wore at the Nasdaq? No, I don't oh. think so. There's like a, a brown short set, and there's a blue top that's kind of like the Aqua um, ZX8000. Okay, I, I like that All stuff. Right. I'll you, check you it might out. See me in that. Your cosign <laughs> it means a lot to you. Definitely. Um, some sneaker news. Artifact. Yeah, Nike acquiring NFT company. The NFT company. Are we getting left behind? Left behind because we're not into the sneaker NFTs. No, because we don't. I don't own one. Wealthy? I know wealthy is wealthy has many strong. I don't even. I don't even want to get space. into it, and I don't want people to be in my. I don't even want to get into it. I need it. an That's hour sit down with Franelations next time he's in New York. Okay. <laughs> so you can like you can Mercer. like convince you on like multi level like marketing or something. No, like that. he will bring me up to speed. Bobby Hundreds did great on our podcast. I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. Next step, Franelations. We go to the Mercer Hotel. We have some tea, and he uh, <laughs> he schools me on it. He's I, all I, over it. I do agree with wealthy. You got to be careful if you mention anything NFT related on social media because people immediately want to chime in or tell you why your opinion is wrong or something like that. So I, I totally understand. <laughs> There's the like a lot of things that they're like, oh, and I'm, I won't get into it, but it's like a lot of things that people, you know, they'll tell you like, oh, you're not looking out for your future or whatever be by not investing in this and there's like i'm like there's a lot of things you're not doing that are probably good for your future that you're not doing right now and we're not going to talk about it yeah like like you could easily tell them they were not at the crossfit box at 7 a.m this morning but you're not out here criticizing them exactly i'm not even bringing it up to them <laughs> so speaking let's not have the discussion okay Speaking about uh, some Twitter conversation, I was immersed in wrestling Twitter yesterday oh, okay. for, Gosh. The, for the Young Bucks saying that Go they ahead. started sneakers, even though in the episode they basically say they give it up to Shane McMahon. But Shane O'Mac. Shane O'Mac. You know, Kofi Kingston has been doing sneakers for a while. He's been on both of our shows. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, wrestling Twitter was going back and our forth. Our guy Mosh ch chimed in on Mosh, the yeah. – What did Mosh have to say? Mosh, I think, I said think, that they. Mosh's point was like, anytime you say you did it first, you have to be careful. I think his quote was, "These guys are crazy." LOL. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's yeah, there was wrestlers Joe was before. Serve up the safer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I paraphrase, but yeah, wrestling Twitter was uh was definitely talking about that, and that's and, weird. I didn't see it. Really? Yeah, wrestling Twitter not wrestling really. Twitter not in that uh, crossover really my timeline. Yeah, so Young Bucks episode uh, in between seasons is out now. Go check that out. They talk about a bunch of stuff. You pressed them on it, though. I did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You pressed. Oh, them. what people said that their Dior Jordans were fake. No, well, all that's of it. that's an input. He brought yeah. that up too, and they they claim that they're not, which I think we all agree that they are. They kind of left the door open, right? They left the door open. Yeah. They kind of said if they are fake, it but makes they sense definitely have real ones. The they definitely have real ones. Yeah. The, Issue is if they wrestled in the real ones, which, oh, which I, I see, think I they're see, so, see. they're leaving it open. -ended. I think uh, I think remember when it came out, a lot of people were saying the swoosh looked a little funny on that. Like the yeah, so, the, the people. So that's what I said in the episode. People were like, you know, looking at it. But uh, Matt, one of the brothers, got the Dior ones. What are they called? The Rowdy Boys? The Young Guns? What are they called? The young Bucks. The young Guns. Young one Bucks. Of, one of the. There's only one Young Buck. I acknowledge. I know. What you're and he's straight out of Cashville. Yes. Sorry, go on. Tennessee, right? Yes, sir. Um, I mean, who would you be more excited to have? I mean, you had those guys on Secret Shopping, but if you had to pick between the Young Bucks and Young Buck. Um, so <laughs> Not even going to acknowledge it. So Not even <laughs> they do have the, they have real Dior ones, though, because the wife got it from Matt Jackson, the Dior one lows, and one of them got stolen, if you watch the episode. I know, I, Joe, I know you I got, watched the I episode. I obviously know you guys watch the episode because you help out, and I appreciate it. <laughs> so when is Young Buck coming on? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Big G, you would have fan. Young Buck on uh, full size one, of course. Yeah, as long as it brings the spinner chain and the G unit the sneakers. The tour. Young, I threw Buck, out G unit chain. Young Buck was a little after G unit sneakers, right? Well, he no, no, he joined he the, around. but he no, he joined the group though. Like yeah. after the first, but he was on the album, right? Yeah, so maybe he has them. Man, I love that your know, first Young Buck album. All right, guys, you know what time it is? We got to give away some sneakers from eBay. That's right. To one lucky listener. That's right. Um, what do we got? 
We actually don't even. You know what? I saw this box okay. that we're giving away, and I wasn't sure what sneakers were in it. Now I think I have an idea what shoes are. I in took it. a peek. So did I. You know, you you y'all yep. know what? Okay. Before we before we open up the box, let's discuss how you get the pair of sneakers. Every week, hit them with it. Every this week. is this is how it works. Are they listening every week or they're <laughs> I, not? I always want to remind still? people. How on many the Complex weeks Sneakers in? podcast, we give away a free pair of shoes with eBay every week. You can go to eBay.complex.com and submit a question to ask us. If we pick your question and we answer your question here on the air, we're going to send you a free pair of sneakers. It's only open to U.S. residents, so so please keep that in mind when you submit. This week we did pick a question from Raymond Solis from Laredo, Texas, who asked, what is your opinion on restoring your sneakers if your midsole is cracking or the paint is cracking, something is falling apart in the shoe? So that's what Raymond has asked. We're going to give Raymond a free pair of sneakers. Can I show the sneakers Raymond's getting? From a former guest. Yep. Sick. Get the reaction. <laughs> that's the reaction. When yeah. you open a pair, when you open a box, that's the reaction you want. Woo. And, and this is Look an apropos it. sneaker. Stash Nike Air Force One. For the stash. Yeah, okay. a, a, sh a shoe that may need some restoring sooner or later. Although, look at that uh, you know, shoe. Air Force Ones from this era is still holding up reasonably well. I think we might have to ask our friends like Abdul. Clark I feel like Kent. that fits with your color palette as well. Yeah, eBay authenticity that guarantee would look great tag right on now. there. You think I should throw them on? No, these are these are for Raymond. These are for Raymond. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay. Right. So, Raymond has asked, "What is your opinion on restoring your sneakers?" Raymond's getting this pair of Stash Air Force Ones. How do we feel about? putting shoes back together again. No Humpty Dumpty. This is timely for me because I think I, I definitely said on this podcast, the Slam City Skates, mm -hmm. Nike Dunk SB. Fell apart I on you. Fell apart, the toe box, but it was a very weird, like almost like a tar-like. So sorry, they didn't fall apart, right? Like They crumbled. But, ju they but crumbled. just on the toe, right? Yeah, the toe box, it was some, it was some material that like it wasn't, as documented as other, like, oh, the soles fall apart or the air air bubbles cloudy. It was like mm -hmm. this weird, the toe box, like the, the it, it was like a tar type Rubber of peeling yeah, off, yeah. peeling. And, and I only wore them once and, and I got them, I think, um, two summers ago or, or what year is Slam City Dunk from? 2006 or no, older? Like 2005, I believe. 2005, okay. So, Basically, I was like, what am I going to do? I, you know, I talked to you guys. I was like, listen, they're not wearable. They're the, I like would put them on to try them on on my apartment. The tar with, or whatever it was would get all over the apartment. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to throw them out. Matt from corporate, shout to Matt, corporate mm -hmm. got him. Mm -hmm. said, hit up this guy. He restores sneakers mm -hmm. and he just did the Slam City skates recently. His Instagram, I got to shout him out, kicks to Chris. Okay. I sent it to him, California. Mm -hmm. They came out great. They came out great. Like new? Or he just peeled the rest of the stuff off? Or what no, did he do? No, he, I don't know the process. I'll leave it up to him. But yeah. it was a process a few weeks. I'm going to put a picture of how good they look okay. in here. And it made me a real believer. In, Is that the first time you've ever had a shoe restored it, yeah. or like brought back to life like that in a way? Yeah, and I appreciate the work. And like, um, I even, the, the toe box was all messed up with the, like the material seeping on the suede toe box. He mm -hmm. cleaned it up. He cleaned up the... The, the problem area, and I, yeah, shot, some of the best money I've spent in okay. getting them restored. Wealthy, I think you and I have had conversations about this before. Yeah. How do you feel about restoring a pair of sneakers? Uh, I think it's a case-by-case -case basis. Mm -hmm. Like, being a guy who's in the running shoes, obviously have, like, a lot of friends that, like, a lot of, like, the grail-level Air Maxes, you yeah. just can't yeah. wear them anymore. Yeah. So, like, maybe, like, uh, you know... OG like Atmos Air Max One, you right. can't wear it. So a lot of people think it's like best to soul swap it, mm -hmm. which I think is the right move. If you really want to wear one of those, there's like some stuff I've seen where like people have had like um like OG sample Air Max ninety fives, mm -hmm. and I'm like, and they're like, oh, you can soul swap this, and I'm like. This shoe's like a piece of history. Yeah. So yeah, like stuff like that. It's like, I don't know. It's I, like, I know what you mean. It, it it almost like takes away from the integrity of the object if you replace. It's like if you had a pair part. of OG Jordan fours, like nineteen eighty nines. Yeah. You're not gonna soul swap those. So you can wear them around. You should just kind of like keep it intact. That's so it's how like I feel. A I agree with artifact. that. Yeah. <laughs> Even PG has been shout out PG. It was his birthday. When? Yep. 
on yesterday, uh, right? Yesterday. Yeah. Happy birth, happy belated PG. I told him for his birthday, I'm inviting him on the podcast. He has to come on. We've been through that. But PG has been posting to like uh, either 85 or a 94 Jordan 1. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a soul swap. And it's I, a little I different. I don't want to buy, if, if I'm buying an OG sneaker and it's I soul agree. swap, it's just not the same to me. So I, I can understand people wanting to extend the life of their sneakers by replacing some parts or things like that. And I don't know if there's a taboo around it in car culture, which is kind of similar in terms of, you know, making old things new again. But for me, I don't really mind the wear that's accrued on a pair through years of, of it actually existing in the real world. And, and like I said, like, I don't want to own a 1985 Jordan 1 if mm. the sole is from a 2015 Jordan 1. Well, it's one. kind of like, you know, you always see on those like, uh, like antique road shows, mm -hmm sort of thing where like someone had like an original lamp from like yes. 1912 but they're like oh but it's not worth anything because someone like refurbished it oh i see yeah i see uh, definitely so that that's that's how we feel about this um let well, us know one in the thing comments I how you one thing i would it. say to the 1985 jordan ones i wore them for the shack finale yeah. and i hit up curated van i was like hey do these have an hour or two in them and he's like you'll be fine oh yeah yeah but i was like sliding all over the store it reminded me of like the hender scheme sole yeah yeah yeah. yeah because I, I think i've said it on here before the pair of 1985 jordan ones i have the the traction on the bottom is totally gone so same type of thing where you can just you, you can move you have a what quite well in them pair of 1985 black and red jordan ones. really they're, yeah, they're, they're like are, they're quite to, beat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, you should bring those out though i thought you brought them to the i think you brought them to the office when we had shot that comparison yeah it was like versions. we had done it years ago where we like it was like for the bread re-release in like yeah. 2015 or cool. whatever. We had yeah. shot every single bread one, and I think we had used your pair for yeah, the... Yeah, for sure. And you're right, though. On Pawn Stars, they're always like, yeah. this is an original, and you're about to get a lot of money, and yeah. then someone comes in, and they're like, no, this has been uh, swapped out or something. Yeah. Yep. Great yep. show. That's a great show. Yeah, sorry. Zach the Basic is texting me right now. That's okay. He, no, it's we not always okay. Have time for, we always have time for Zach. You can, we can get, I'm I mean, shooting right speaking now. Speaking of Pawn Stars... Chumley, OG sneaker that, shopping. OG <laughs> sneaker shopping alum Chumley. I just texted Zach back and told him we're shooting right now. So. Tell Zach I said hello. Well, he'll he'll hear that because we're keeping this in. So and I always have time for him. <laughs> I have time for him. I texted him back in the middle of a shoot. Fair. You know who I'm talking to right now? Tell me, Lorenz, because I'm getting another Lorenz OG. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right. Should we get into our topic? Our topic. It's just the three of us. It's a big one. It's a big one. Look at the date. The date is December 17th. That's when this is going to run. It's really December 14th. We're on YouTube, though. So we're, this is showbiz. So it's really December 17th. <laughs> so we are at the end of the year, mm -hmm. which means end of the year list. Mm -hmm. Best sneakers of 2021. We didn't get to do it at ComplexCon this year. We're doing it right now with you guys. Yeah. Our team has come up with the list. Yep. We're going to talk about the list, going to interject. I'm sure that there's some shoes that didn't make the compiled list that mm -hmm. we love. Yeah. Let's go through it. There's, there's personal picks we have. This is not our personal favorite shoes of the no. year. You know, it's, it's, and I'd love to talk about the criteria because every time we put out one of these lists, which we do a lot of them, it's always, how did you determine these things? Or, mm -hmm. or how did you determine what the best shoes of the year are? Our general approach is to have something that reflects the tastes of our audience, but also our own tastes. It's not about the most resellable sneakers or the most expensive sneakers. We have a separate list from that. It's kind of which sneakers felt like the biggest ones in our scene over the course of the year and, and which ones were also the best. And somewhere, somewhere between that. Not, not a black and white dunk that sold a million pairs, but the most interesting ones. The sounds a sneaker of the year? <laughs> no. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't make the list. That's not. And again... This is this is um, a composite of all the opinions of the people who work on complex sneakers. So we, we do argue these things in depth. So if, if there are certain entries that we don't agree with on an individual level, it's because as as, as the group. How long did it take to debate? Um, I I wasn't on the Zoom, but I'm looking at this list. I actually, had this pretty had, good, man. I had a precarious situation because remember it was like 5:45, and you're like, you guys want to talk sneakers of the year or whatever, and I was yeah. like. You had a meeting for the superintendent. No, but the I was like, well, I had to actually <laughs> do something. I was like, it was like end, like end of the day, sure. and I was like, yes, I have twenty minutes. I have like a hard out. Like I had to, I actually had to like take care of a superintendent. It wasn't, it was, See, I knew. <laughs> I knew. No, uh, there was a leak on on the fourth floor. And then, like literally, as like the twentieth minute hit, my Zoom call dropped, and I was like, that's a sign that uh, <laughs> gotta go sleep the hallway. 
Okay. Let's do it. Can we? I want to talk first about some of the stuff that didn't make it. Yeah, like from... Yes, sorry. Okay. I have one that... Tell me, tell me. The Jown 990 V4, navy blue. <sighs> There's one shoe that... I really like that shoe. It just and wasn't I have, interesting I, enough to I me. I have the number 10 shoe on this list, and I really like the number 10 shoe, but I think that I like the Jound a little better. The, the I'm Jound not saying... New Balance stuff this year didn't feel like a big deal. I feel like it came and went, and the, the colorways were not that special to me. Welty, what were you going to do? I you think like that it? The... I like it, but I don't, but I, I've, I've long resigned myself from knowing the shoes that I like aren't going to be the top 10 That's fair. That's, I'm just saying for my personal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's one shoe that maybe if that whole situation didn't occur, I felt like I, maybe I would have argued a lot more for on the list that didn't make the list. Which okay. one? Which is, I think the, I know there's already two other Virgil shoes on the list, so mm. maybe that's um, okay. a, like saturation or whatever, but I do think that yellow Virgil Air Force One Good is one. much more important than another shoe that's on the list. Really? Uh, the, the, the yellow Virgil Air Force One, the ICA one, that one was close to making the cut. I guess we just felt like it was kind of a sequel sneaker in a way. And a lot of times we don't give as much weight to those shoes that are the same idea just executed again. So I did think that was a cool release. I like and, that and one a lot. I, I think we're valuing Virgil sneakers a lot right now because of his recent passing. But I, I do feel like it would have been too many off-white Nike sneakers on the list if we had included that one. But I, it was quite close. And I, I think that's a beautiful shoe. Same. Another one, Supreme Dunks. Uh, we didn't We didn't. Put Wait, those on so here. the Supreme Dunks were high on our 2021 so far list. And they're not on this one. I mean, to me, that's another like sequel type shoe where it's just like it's the same old idea, but transfer it to a low and just wasn't that exciting. Here's what I want to say. Um, and I, I don't want to jump ahead, but no, I do think lot 50 of the off-white is better than the Supreme Dunks. Yeah, for sure. Do you guys I, think I that? that? Yeah. The yeah. black and silver? And yeah. lot one. And lot, so lot, lot one is better than lot 50. Really? By far. Well, I mean, obviously, you're not going to agree with that because the white is the lot one, right? Yeah. <laughs> so why but, would should we wait? Um. Yeah. We'll, we'll okay. Wait, we'll wait. We'll get back. Um, All right. Let's go. Number ten. Wait. 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 Can we talk Sorry. about a couple more that didn't did make the yes. list? So, what for the me, P that what the P rod didn't make the list, which I I don't think it was anywhere close to making the list, but I'm I know okay some people like that. that shoe. I, I think, like that. I, think I like that. This shoe. year too, it's like dunks almost like eliminated themselves. Because just by like, because there's so many of them, mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, like obviously there's a dunk that's gonna make the list, but like, Nike really like didn't do the dunk any favors as far as like. I mean, it yeah, did it favors as a mainstream it's, shoe. Like, yeah, no, I know, but a mainstream shoe, but also like, yeah. like burning it out in a year, you yeah. know. What I like about this year is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm looking at it. Our 2021 so far list that we did, what, around June? Mm -hmm. Looks a lot different than this list. Good, yeah. And I think that's good. Like yeah, a lot of years. Sometimes we, we debate as to whether yeah. or not we can go back and change those opinions. But I think the way a sneaker looks six months later does change. Yeah. W one more shoe I want to mention that I felt should have made the cut but didn't is the Salehi Benberry Crocs. Okay. Do you have those? I don't have those. Okay. But it's a croc. It is a croc, but... Salehi Benberry did so much in sneakers this year, and we sure don't have any of his shoes on the list. And I think that Croc is the coolest one and the most interesting one and the best one of them. But it's but not a sneaker. That's the thing. People were arguing against me that it's not a sneaker, but we put the Foam Runner on the year-end list last year. Mm, and to point. me, the Foam Runner is just as much a sneaker as the Salehi Croc. I, I, I can't imagine how all over those are going to be. If you have the Salehi Crocs during the holiday season, perfect. Chill shoe. Yeah, so I'll go on record saying I wanted the Slay Croc, but another one that made, just just was on the bubble. Didn't, I'm putting, didn't quite make it. I'm also putting, I know that it's not like a new silhouette, but I'm putting the Solomon XT4 tie-dye. Just personally for yep. you, yeah. Yep. Anything else, Wealthy, before we get into the proper list that you want to mention? Oh, well, I think I already said that my personal favorite shoe, which yeah. I do not own, which is very similar to this, mm -hmm. ALD 993. No, they look good in Aspen, I'll tell you that. I don't have them, but someone was wearing Black midsole, the black house. It's not. It's not right. But they look good. But I respect your opinion. Okay, Joe, you want to kick us off the number ten yes. sneaker of the year on number, our list? Before we get to that, year. real quick, some housekeeping. What are we wearing today? Before we get into oh the yes, list? sorry, um, we we should talk about that. I have these uh, Mephisto Concepts sneakers on. I'm pretty sure I wore these on this podcast before. I wear yep. these a lot right now. It's it's a shoe I'm most frequently wearing right now, probably. Yeah, just wearing uh, these. GR 990 V4s from like four years ago. Which is basically so. the same thing as the down yeah. shoe that you just made. No, no the ALD. ALD. Oh, sorry, the, the ALD yeah, shoe. Yeah, very, very. We uh, asking Santa for the ALD for Christmas? I don't, I, I uh, don't, f I don't like asking anyone to get me sneakers. 
for Fair. Christmas. Not Fair. even Santa Claus? Or even like a birthday. My it's mom just... asked, what, what do I want for Christmas? I said, Dick's Sporting Goods Crew Socks, the best. Really? Yeah, really you... good. Okay. What, what do you got on, Joe? Classic hoodie that my colleague pointed out. <laughs> He's going to yeah. do the Trinidad thing with the whole fit. <laughs> Classic Black Cat 4s. Yeah. And this is the Endless Summer These pair. These are the Endless Summer nice one. pair that people... And that you like to always mention. Yes. <laughs> okay. Classic hoodie. So, somebody get us into the list. We've had so much preamble. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Number 10. Great shoe. New Balance. Hold on. We have it listed yeah. here as the protection pack. Are we I calling? didn't write it. I didn't write that. Okay. <laughs> New Balance protection, protection pack. pack. Wealthy, please tell them it's not the protection it's pack. It's the refined future. The refined okay. future. Please go read Wealthy's. New Balance refined future pack yeah. or protection depending on how... <laughs> You say it, but well, number what 10. This, what is the sneaker doing on here? Because you, you have the biggest connection to this shoe. Yes. Uh, it's the 2002 R, which mm -hmm. is a shoe that came out last year, mm -hmm. which was based off of the New Balance 2002 from like 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. But the shoe is, um, they kind of like tore away at the upper, mm -hmm. you know. And they've been doing more of that recently with the same concept, which it hasn't been as you know groundbreaking but the gray pair i think from this pack yes just looks awesome and it was a gr shoe that sold out and it's crazy because it's a gr new balance that's going for like seven eight hundred bucks now yeah. which is resale value doesn't matter right but if a gr new balance is reselling for that much money there's obviously something to Has, it doesn't have like a hint of like teal almost in it in the bubble i think yeah yep. Love that. I, I, I think these are so cool because we've talked a lot in the past 18 months past two years about how much New Balance is doing right now that, that is good and, and how many cool collaborations they have coming out. But this is a moment where it's a non-collab shoe, it's an inline New Balance shoe that didn't seem that special at the beginning but was really embraced and there were people lining up for a, for a New Balance shoe that's not a collab. I love to see that and a model that, it wasn't, it's not a home run model, the 2002R. Like no. they've, they've had a couple collabs of it but like, like people he like you mentioned before. Yeah, or uh, this is never that as yeah. a collab yeah. with it but it, it's the, the model is not like a, a, a really beloved one so to see them do that and see that reaction, it, it just felt like a big New Balance shoe that should be included. And you know who had the foresight to buy that shoe and make it a moment in New York. Who? Our friend Bernie. Bernie Bernie Gross, of course. Yeah. Extra Bernie. Had the monopoly. <laughs> yeah. He wanted more. He wanted the whole allocation. Uh, should we go number nine? Yes. Classic. Please. So this is this is the thing that I love about number nine. Mm -hmm. I was getting like texts Saturday morning, mm -hmm. like with the screen grabs from like my friends in hometown. This mm -hmm. is like what this shoe does. Mainstream type of shoe. Exactly. Someone the my friend Andrew who Infamously, in our, you know, I've always said in Slack, thought the Green Bean Fives upper was spray painted on. We convinced them that it was literally spray paint and not 3M. That's one of the most <laughs> random pieces of minutia related to this. Makes no sense, program. but we, we convinced him. But he sent me the Gotham screen for this shoe, always a moment. And then you look at all the old pics of MJ that went Washington on, like the Lizards. IGs. Yeah. And you're like, this shoe is so good, so classic, number nine. Air Jordan 11, cool gray. Oh, man. Shouts to Gentry Humphrey. Yes. Another pass. Created the shoe. Yes. Complex Sneakers podcast. Well, Go he, listen he to that. He made it based on the Air Max 95? No, I thought he made it. He said he just like went in. To he the, made it based on the Air Max 95. Also, Ian Stonebrook, I got to shout him out. Boardroom article? Re, did you read it? Yeah. It was, it was really good. good. Was Props good. to him. Yeah. The oral history of the cool gray 11. So shouts to Ian. Yes. Um, this shoe is an interesting one because we try not to just put like straight retros on these mm -hmm. lists usually, mm -hmm. right? Like a lot of what we consume is retro sneakers. A lot of it is old sneakers coming back out with not a lot of changes. And, and that's, that's what people like a lot, right? Like they mm -hmm. like stuff that's mm -hmm. true to the original. And, yep. But we, we don't want to like give too much space to those kind of shoes. But at the same time, you can't not have the yearly Jordan 11 yeah. on here, you know, unless it's like a terrible colorway. Like what? Well, people got mad at me for saying the Gamma Blue is a bad Jordan 11, but... I saw on FSR. I, I stand by that. So, yeah, the Cool Gray 11, a sneaker that just, just means a lot. And, you know, they, they did some things to try and make it look just, as much like the original as possible. You know, the patent leather cut is a little bit higher. We haven't had that on a retro version of the shoe, so... When was the recent release? I have a dead stock pair. 2011. Okay. Yeah. I have that. I didn't get these, but I, I have, like, the... One of the original pairs, I remember, like, that was the f one of the first, like, oh, the yellowing of the soul. Mm -hmm. And such a great pair. 
Um, well, how high do you think we should allow ourselves to rank stuff that's just old stuff that came back out? Oh, uh, it's tough. I mean, the shoe does look pretty good. It's a shoe that I'm like, oh, those look really good, but I know I would just never wear it. You yeah. know, like I just can't picture myself wearing Jordan 11s. Right. But they do look pretty good. I don't, it's tough because it's like, yeah, it is probably the biggest like mainstream shoe of the year. And I feel like maybe if this was. 2013 complex like this would be way higher mm -hmm. you know it also like, just released too hard so. to gauge those things sometimes yeah. but like you said it's not a, a shoe that you will personally wear but this is not necessarily about our personal opinions it's trying no. to reflect nope. somewhere between our opinion yep. and the audiences also good piece jason tatum about the cool gray 11 yeah jason tatum with the byline on complex yes love that number eight i got these i wore them once do you like this shoe I do like it. I don't like this shoe that much, to be honest with you. Who put this on? Ben Felderstein? <laughs> All the shoes are on here by merit of, okay. of our shared views of them. I like this shoe. It looks crazy. What is the shoe, Joe? It, sorry. It's the Adidas Yeezy 450. How do you feel about the Yeezy 450, Well, I don't care about it at all. Oh. <laughs> I just called you well accidentally, by the way. <laughs> that was a total accident. I, I don't know where that came from. Uh, <laughs> We're not doing a good job. Justifying its spot on this list if, well, this if none is, of us care about it. This is, to Joe, me, this is, this is the quintessential one-a-year Kanye new design. Uh -huh. We've seen it in the past years. Rewarding new designs, yep. shoes that we've never seen before. Definitely. And I I have a pair of these. I, I wore them maybe one day, like I said. It's just such a... Do you have the all-black ones? All-black. Of course. It's just... I'm looking at it now. The design is like something... Really, it's like something you haven't seen before. Yeah, which we have to applaud. It's like a claw coming up and gripping the shoe. Yeah, Com it's the, comfortable. The dumplings. Yeah, I think you have to size up though in them. Is that right? I, I think so. I think I sized up in them. I didn't hear about that, but yeah, like you mentioned, like it's it's important in innovation. To, to highlight yeah new stuff because we don't want to just come back to the same tough, retro sneakers. Tough shoe to wear with pants. It's got to be tight, right? What the pants have to be tight? I think at the bottom. I mean, yeah. Okay, but Jim Jones might call you out for that. Yes, he did in the infamous 2011. <laughs> so Adidas Easy 450. Sneaker shopping. Um, uh, we didn't do a great job campaigning for no, it No, I think if you go on innovation, shoe, new big, designs. Like, mm -hmm. I do think the Knit Runner is a better shoe. I'll just put that out there. I like the Knit Runner more, but uh, Wealthy, I think you and I were in the minority in our group discussion about which which new Yeezy silhouettes belong. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's like runner. the big one this year. Which one? The 450. Bigger than the Knit Runner. Yeah. Feels like it. I mean, the Knit Runner felt like such, like, more of like a, like a, I, I, and I don't know, but it feels like they made way less of that right. shoe than they did the 450. For sure. Know? I'm sure we'll see a bunch of Knit Runners in the future, but it's still just, like, just getting started. Have you yeah. guys seen a lot of 450s? I haven't out there. No, but I see them on my timeline a okay. lot. And, and that's kind of one of the gauges that we use for yeah. this stuff is, like, we're trying to discuss amongst each other how big these shoes are. It's like, well, how much are you seeing them in real life? How much are you seeing them in social media? I love, I love that we're like, so why'd this, why'd this uh, shoe make the list? I don't fucking know. No, I don't. <laughs> Joe, Joe did I'm the trying. job of explaining why the Easy 450 is on here. Oh. And I wasn't even on the Zoom. <laughs> but I think, I think that's it's fair, It's a very right? scientific process that we use to determine these things. Definitely. And we could, stand we by all these things. We should have pulled a Young Bucks, and I should have, when I tagged out, I should have tagged you in. And oh, I'm here. <laughs> Number seven, though. I don't think we need to discuss that much why it's on the list. Definitely a shoe of the year for me. It's come up recently on this podcast. Come up. People. Well, I think we should discuss this one because this was this is probably what, what I was preambling on. Okay. We're going to discuss it. I just said okay. that. Uh, number seven, Comme de Garçon, Nike Air Foam Posit 1. Ronnie, when we had him on the podcast, it kind of he almost had a, his sneaker of the year. This also came up in Aspen. I don't want to keep saying that, but we were talking about it. <laughs> definitely, definitely, um, a lot of people on the trip think that this is up there. So we have it at number seven. Wealthy, where do you stand on this shoe? I don't think I don't think it should have made the list at all. Whoa. Really? No. Why? I think this shoe is very much a uh, a bubble, uh, like a what's the like we're out of touch. The cool guy bubble. It's not, I don't say echo out of touch, it's, it's echo yeah. chamber shoe. It's like, like everyone who you know who works in sneaker media thinks that this is like the best shoe. Okay. Well, but I seven. don't think that like as far as like sneakers went in, and maybe I'm off, but in 2021, I don't think that this was like one of the bigger shoes of the year. I, I like it. People I, who are into shoes thought it was cool that they reworked the upper and all that sort of stuff. I think the ICA Air Force One was a much bigger and more critically received shoe than the Comme des Garçons. Hmm. 
phone posit. Yeah, but the phone posit is more interesting to me. Yeah. Because well, like the, the ICA. But like, there's such a bigger moment in sneakers. I, and I'm not just saying because it's not, I'm not talking like black, white, dunk moment. Sure. But the ICA Air Force One just. Within limited edition sneakers. Yeah. yeah. Encapsulated a bigger memorable time period in 2021 sneaker culture than a Comdegar sewn phone posit ever will. All right. But I mean. That's that's fair. I love the ICA, obviously, but you know we have it at number seven. It's not like we have it at number three. Also, though, like there's moments that, like you know, you, you talk about the echo chamber. Kanye wearing them is like a moment. Like sure. that's definitely a that's moment. That's always that, worth something. Yeah, that's definitely a moment that you're gonna see online and people. You know that. that I, yeah, I, I get it, but I just don't think like the buzz around the shoe really like traveled that far. But I will say, everyone They've who never has done them, this to a phone pause before. Yeah, and everyone who has them loves them. Does that count for Pete something? Pete loves them. I mean, I, I guess one thing I that guess. I do think takes away from the shoe is that some people were upset about it being a $520 foam posit, you know, and, and felt like that was not true to what the foam posit is or like this sneaker. But then, didn't then, then like after they came direction. out, they were like, not that that's always like the biggest guide of it, but they were like, re like selling for under retail, even yeah. though the retail was 520 Yeah, for sure. I, I do think that's, it, it is a gauge to some extent how yeah. well they were received, but I mean, Comme des Garçons has a long history with Nike, and they get to push the boundaries in ways that others sometimes can't. And I think this was a good example of that on a classic shoe that, that we all love, the foam posit. So I feel like it deserves that spot. Same here. Two out of three ain't bad. Mm. Who said that? <laughs> uh, where is it? Where is that from, Joe? Didn't, meet, didn't Meatloaf say that? <laughs> Meatloaf? Maybe, yeah. Two out of three ain't bad? You want me to look it up? Yeah. Meatloaf. Two out of three. Eight. That's a song by the singer Meatloaf. You I, guys don't know that before I would, your time? I would hit play on this, but then the lawyers would come it's, after us. So yeah. just wow. just hum it along in your head. Okay, number six. Controversial pick. Trophy, Trophy Room. Room Air Jordan 1. It was higher on our 2021 so far list. Slipped a few spots to the end of the year list. Number six, Trophy Room Air Jordan 1. How we, What do you guys... We've talked about this at length. Yeah, Great design. I mean, here's the thing. Great story. Great, interesting story on <laughs> so many out. levels. Oh, <laughs> so, right. On so right. many levels. Freeze I feel game. like it's appropriate to gauge these sneakers based in part on how they are released. Because I think that these days it's not enough to just design a cool sneaker and throw it out there and let whoever snatch it up, whether it be bots or resellers or whatever. So to me, the Trophy Room Jordan 1, the story of the design of the sneaker and That's its connection great. to Trophy Room, the store run by Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan's son, mm -hmm. made a lot of sense. Heritage story on a Jordan yeah, 1, all-star game, reference, et cetera, et cetera. The way this shoe was released was an absolute mess. Was it released? Released in scare quotes because reliable sources across the board have pointed to resellers getting the shoes via backdoor from Marcus Jordan. So that you can never erase from this sneaker and because of that you can't rank the sneaker too high even though it looks cool to me even though i think it's one of the cooler looking shoes of the year and the jordan one is still a huge silhouette maybe the biggest air jordan silhouette it could right have now. been like the sneaker of the year if this didn't happen right but all that context around it totally degrades the sneaker and totally botches what the sneaker could have meant and for that reason i feel like even though in a vacuum it's quite good yeah all that stuff considered, you, you don't can't really see rank people it that wearing high. them that much. Either. Yeah, I, think I mean we were it's also a super that. limited shoe, and and like some of the super duper limited shoes like don't feel right to put on the top of the year end list. And so no, irregardless of it being a super limited shoe, mm -hmm. it just like you don't really even see it. Like you would have thought that the Trophy Room Air Jordan One would be like the tunnel shoe. Mm. Of you like see it in the, the tunnel sometimes, though. But not to the point where, like, not it's as not as ubiquitous as you would think it would be. Yeah. So, Fair I mean, enough. a controversial shoe, for sure. And A moment this year, though. Yeah, one of the biggest sneaker stories Big this moment. year. Probably the biggest way. sneaker story of the year, right? Or no. yeah. Yeah. Bear. yeah, that's the biggest one. Yeah. Biggest when one. those things came but back that was the back, one. But that, <laughs> that wasn't, <laughs> I guess... That was the You're right, one. but that's not tied to a specific right, it's sneaker. Not, it's not about a sneaker, a, yeah. a singular sneaker, for sure. So that's where we netted out on the Trophy Room Jordan 1. Um, I like the shoe, but I hate how the shoe was quote-unquote released. So no extra points for that. We're getting to the top five. It's getting exciting. I can see how excited you are. Number five, Joe Freshgood's New Balance 990 V3. I love this. Sneaker. Love it. I love, love this. Love the three different laces. Love the blue and the neon hints. Love the 
brown base. Don't ask me. I'm colorblind. So oh, I, I brown can't. base. Don't don't reference the colors. Shouts to Joe Fresh Goods. Beautiful shoe. Drops on that complex con even. Yeah, that that shock drop. Great shoe. Um, Best yeah. New Balance of the year. But my, my personal favorite New Balance of the Year is the ALD. ALD. Nine, okay, nine, this is the best New Balance of the Year. Okay. 993. Um, but, yeah, I think it's one of the better New Balances this year. I wanted the shoe even higher, but there are still some people on our team who are a little hesitant to enjoy like the, New like Balance. the person who texted you earlier Zach today. Basic is not a New Balance fan. Who, who, so. who is probably arguing for like Jordan 36s to be <laughs> okay, on the list. It's, it's hard to convince him that a New Balance can be anywhere close to the top three. I, really? I felt like the shoe could have been a few slots higher, but other people disagreed with me. It's I think this is the shoe. best New Balance of the year. The colorway is great. That blue mesh looks so rich. And also, I think Joe did such a good job telling the story around it. The, the commercial that they rolled out with the sneaker. It, it was such an important moment because it really showed you how much New Balance's collaboration strategy has shifted in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Welty, you and I have talked about this. Yeah. How there was an era when New Balance was like only doing projects with like sneaker stores. Yeah. Or like, I mean, I know they still work with them, but kind of like Todd Snyder's sort of like heritage brands. Exactly. You know, yeah. And, and, and this was Joe Fresh Goods being like, no, I'm doing my own thing on this shoe. And also I'm telling a black story through the shoe. And it was like, to me, it's such a stark contrast of like, you remember that SNL skit from a few years ago where like it's, it's New Balance as like the white guy shoe. And, and this is almost like crazy, stupid love. I, I haven't seen the movie. Do you, you know the oh, New Balance? Great movie. You know Sorry. the SNL it sounds familiar. Basically, they I, were like, oh, yeah, like yeah, the, the old type of like yes. being for, for middle aged white guys. And this yes. is Joe Fresh Goods like sending a reminder, sending a message of like, no, that's not just what these shoes are about. And like, like telling this very specific story through the shoe. I love the rollout. Joe Fresh Goods got some hate for for like the Chicago release and, oh, yeah. and some stuff like that. How like people felt like he kind of botched it. But I still love this sneaker and I Dropped think it's a complex con too. This is yeah. what I would say about this sneaker also. This is a lesson in color blocking. Yeah. Three like different shades of brown. We see brown all the time. Like three different shades of brown. The electric blue. Mm-hmm. Two different Green. like there's like two or three different shades of blue, the neon green. This Look at this picture. Look at a picture of this shoe. This is a lesson in color blocking. So good. Also like the outside clothes thing and it kind of coinciding yeah. with people being able to go back outside as the pandemic The campaign, down I think Mike bit. Carson did it. Yeah. Just he, great. I Number love this sneaker. Again, I, I would have ranked it higher personally, but it's not all about Shouts to Joe and, Fresh Goods. And don't forget where the world first saw that shoe. Oh, on full size run. There it is. He, he flashed it on the Zoom screen. There it is. Quick. He Did knew he, he had one. I don't, think you, could, I don't he, think you really see it, but... He knew he had one. Yes. Yes, sir. Shouts to Joe. Congrats, number five. But number three in my heart. Number three in your heart. Number four on the list, Fragment Travis Scott Air Jordan 1. Is this the high or the low? This is the, the, the project okay. as a whole. Okay. Both the high and the low. The low's better. The low is better. Wealthy is the low better? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wealthy, That's do definitive. you like this <laughs> No. Why is it on this list so high? Because it's Travis Scott, but it's also like we're, I'm not saying we also like, You're giving away the magic. We also don't have to remember at the big like what like a uh, two months ago or whatever we we're like, oh, are we gonna have this argument at the end of the year where it's like gonna be is the Travis Scott Jordan the number one sneaker this year and like we felt like we were gonna have to like have like a three day campaign of like this. let me ask you something I never felt like this was the sneaker of the year are you do you not like this list a lot. You don't seem that excited. Uh, it's just I, I, like I'm just saying. It's not that your energy's off, but I'm just saying. I just don't care about it. About like, what? this list or no, this, no, 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 oh, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, no. I'm just saying. I, I'm. It no, seems it, like there's a lot of shoes on here where you're just like, shrug. Yeah, but I mean, you've always been like that. But it's like it's like we have to like you're not like obligated to like put these shoes on the list but when you get to a point you're like how excited are you for the travis scott air jordan one it's like how excited do you think i am about that shoe like <laughs> are you excited I, I, are you excited sure you to answer, discuss it with your boys I, I, i'm pretty sure you could answer that question yourself you know what i mean like i mean i like the trap i like the low i think that like the, the low is quite good the, the, the i hate the, the high still not hate the, i don't like the color block the high doesn't high. do it for me as much as the low at all like i think that the like kind of off-white colored sole and mm-hmm. the swoosh with the black leather around the toe box and the blue. I really like the Travis. I, I really like the low, I would say. I will say that, like, this is one of those shoes where it's not high on my personal list, but the group felt like it was mm-hmm. one of the best shoes of the year. And also, I think that for our audience and just for sneakers, mm-hmm. it was one of the biggest 
drops of the year. Yeah, Again, of not course. in terms of numbers, but just in like how much people cared about it, how much people We'd look crazy if we didn't have the shoe. Yeah. Somewhere highlands. Obviously, with everything that's transpired with Travis Scott, you know, it's like it. Yeah, not- people dying at Astro World definitely changed our view of the shoe because it felt like it wasn't the right time to reward a super duper hype Travis Scott product since that's connected in some tangential way to like the the chaos at Astroworld. Like also wasn't like his most like creative shoe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> this felt more like a uh kind of like sitting in a marketing meeting and it's like hype slam dunk, you know, rather than like yeah. let's make a good shoe. Yeah. Which again, it sounds crazy that <laughs> we're, we're talking about how much we don't like the shoe or why it shouldn't be high on this list as, as we're discussing it. But these are our personal opinions because I'm sure there's a bunch of people do... out there who can validate why they love this shoe so much, and <laughs> none of them are sitting here. So, but again, the reason why it's high on this list was because Travis Scott's sneakers with Nike are super important. Mm-hmm. Hiroshi Fujiwara is yes. a historically important Nike collaborator. They came together on the biggest Air Jordan right now. They relied on easy formulas, I think, but. That is not enough to disqualify him from the list. And at, the low, do you think the low's a good shoe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the low. Yeah. I like the low way Just more than the high. The Me too. high, oh, the Just, high, the high. I would agree rough. that the high, the high. I, I think we we said it before that like the color placement is a little off on the high, but yeah. the low I, I like. And again, this this list is composed of our opinions, the yeah. opinions of others, and also how we feel our audience respects these individuals. Do you think shoes. there's going to be any Travis Scott shoes on the list next year or any Travis Scott shoes next year? I mean, I think there will be. Yeah, I think those Air Max 1s will still come out. The Cactus Jack Air Max 1s. That's my that's my prediction. I, I have I have no idea. Pure speculation. Okay. Number three. Mm-hmm. We touched on this earlier in the episode, but here it is officially. The off-white Nike Dunk Low, the 50. Yes. Now, is this a specific model or the project as a whole? We're, because, we're taking the project as a whole. Okay. Yeah. We go I back had, and forth on those type I think of things I had sometimes. said... What like I thought that this was like the sneaker of the summer, or yes. at least like the sneaker moment of the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean everything this represents for Nike, for Virgil, mm-hmm. may he rest yes. in peace, for Off White, for for how sneaker collaborations can go, for how much somebody can do, and it has this kind of sweet, poignant nature to it now, yeah. following his death. Where like before that, it, it felt like flooding the market, or like why are you, they, we don't need fifty pairs, but now it's almost like. Realizing how much work he was able to yes. accomplish yeah, yes. in a small amount of time, mm-hmm. and this this Nike swan song in a way of of just giving us everything, and and you know it, it was important for Nike CEO John Donahoe was talking about how this could define exclusivity at scale of making a sneaker that feels special but is still relatively widely available. The way they did it on the sneakers app, which we don't applaud the exclusive sneakers app too much, access. but like yeah, the exclusive access people, thing. I some felt people like was got like, them. Yeah, a, a cool a cool thing, and I saw way more people than usual. Wait, have you changed your mind on exclusive access or not? A little bit. I still think exclusive access is a totally opaque way to release sneakers, but it felt good when I got the the dunks, and I, it it felt less um, unfair than me just trying to press a button. But we don't need to get into a deep sneakers app conversation right here. You like lot one? Lot one to me is way but like why? <sighs> I like Lot 50, for the like, record. You like black shoes and don't well, like white shoes. Well, it reminds me of the... Simple enough. Reminds me, no, remind, yes, but it also reminds me of the MoMA Air Force One, mm-hmm. the black, which I missed out on, but... I, to me, like, there's something about the... I love how it's, like, that kind of, like, uh, yellowish... Soul. Soul with yep. the white. vintage yeah, the the black and purple to me, there's like something that screams like Adam's family or something. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know. And that's not like a shot. It's just like yeah. that like color combo is just like not for not for me. Mm. Um, although there are black and purple shoes that I do like, but just on that with like the materials. What's and the every- black and purple shoe you like? Barclays. Barclays, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, that shoe, not for me. Aqua 8s also. Aqua 8s. The shoe Aqua that Brendan Dunn like reenact a cult. Uh, mass murder um, with decade low. What? <laughs> oh, the decade low doesn't have any uh, purple on it. Doesn't? No, the purple was the, the oh yeah the, the sheet that they yes, wore. Yes. Sorry, I, mi- the, I mixed the it SB up. Dunk. I mixed it that up. They made and mixed canceled it up based on the Heavens Gate. Was, and it had some purple in. It. Also, the 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 way that they had the one and the fifty and everything in between was kind of grayish and like the the pretty the, awesome. The motto of Off White is like defining the space pretty between awesome. the white and the gray is Off White. I, I just think these are so rich in like how you can interpret them. And me being the kind of guy who likes to do that, like I think that this is such a good pack. And you know, now is the time to celebrate Virgil Abloh mm-hmm. sneakers. Yeah. So, so I, I felt like 
for that reason, this deserved to be ranked quite high. Even yeah. though some a lot of people didn't like this idea or this set of shoes when they first announced them, right? Well, yeah, because it was just like, oh, none of the – it felt like yeah, none of were, the middle or, you know, things were like, oh, how are these shoes special if they're just – paint by numbers type of thing, right? Yeah, if it's like, oh, this one has orange, but this one has green, and it's like – but I just think – All the YouTube – Collections we got one through fifth. There's so many oh. videos now. Oh one yeah, through but achievement the, unlocked. <laughs> but to me, the like, there's some of those I've seen that I've liked. Yeah. You know, but the first one is just so good that like, and the, yeah. and the last. <laughs> I, I can't remember what which lot I have. I have one of the okay, one of the in between ones. But <sighs> number three, a Virgil shoe. Number two, also a Virgil shoe, off white Air Jordan two. Great shoe. Which color? White and red. Yes. Yeah. So the, the other have, one's black and purple, right? The other one's black and black blue. And, black and blue. In the world I live in. Blue and purple are okay. so similar. Everything so is purple. I I'm interested. I, I like the shoe. I have the black and blue one. Mm -hmm. I actually have the white and... Do you have all of them? I, I have Joe, both. I have, can can, oh you, can you be objective for once? And say the white one's better? Yes. It, it is better. Okay. It is better. I. It is better. It has more of the classic feel, yeah. the story. And it's, it's better... Even though I would wear the black and blue one, which I have, mm -hmm. I'm interested to see what would they. Wore them on sneaker shopping, right? Yeah, I wore them on sneaker shopping. The Jada Kiss episode. So <laughs> I, <laughs> one more. <laughs> okay, so uh, black and blue is the colorway that I prefer, but I do think from a classic and storytelling standpoint, the white, black, and red is is the better one. I mean, just the way that they redid the midsole to mm -hmm. look like it was an original yes. Jordan mm -hmm. 2 that had been crumbling, and it was based on something that they pulled out of the archive and did yeah, this crazy. 3D model for. Virgil's site, Public Domain, that cataloged a lot of his Nike work had the actual 3D renderings. Just everything about it felt open source in the way that he tried to be. Him being on IG talking about yes. why he made the shoe look like it did. Like to me that's the ultimate Virgil do we, moment. Do we ever yes. have any do we ever get any reasoning behind the colorway on the second I don't think so. Okay. I mean the the black and blue I don't think so, but the other one is obviously like a very Doji, archival, yeah. yeah. Um Chicago Bulls type thing. Also like the Jordan two as a silhouette has never been that beloved, although for a long time it's been the cool guy pick to be Rich like Rich Antonello's favorite. <laughs> or like Russ Banks that you know it's it's the not saying that either of those people arrived at that through this but it's like the one where like there have been a few like hype collaborations yeah, on Dancy. it yeah Dancy, uh, Vashti Vashti Dancy yes. there's a Dornbecker too that's yeah pretty up there but those are yeah. a different era like yeah. this kind of helped reintroduce yep. the two um again like I love the moment where he's on social media explaining to people why this sneaker looks the way it does and just like yes. Uh, how much again? How much that means now after his passing? Definitely. No, these are really these are like really and, really good. Well, we've talked about it a few times, but I just remember the blue marker personal pair on his black and blue pair that he he was wearing mm -hmm. personal pair. I I think I told the story. I, it's not a story, but I hit him. I was like, I want you to sign mine in the blue marker. Like something about that marker, man, set off those shoes. Yeah, it's 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 his signature. Yeah, and I I I don't like this as much as. Maybe the Off-White Jordan 5 or even Off-White Jordan 1. But I think it's still a cool way for him to approach a Jordan. And it shows you, like, look at how different the Off-White Jordan 2 and the Dunk Low, the 50 look. Yes. Versus even the Off-White Jordan 5 or the Jordan 1. Like, it wasn't like he was just going back to the same equation. He's like, it's the same. I feel like he was almost, like, forced to, like, put more into the Jordans because he probably knew, like, how much... I don't want to say like scrutinized, but maybe the expectations are higher. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. On a classic, sure. He totally executed with this. I love this one. Yes, I always have. I think it deserves to be high again. This is a time where it feels mm. right to celebrate. Yep. Definitely, definitely, definitely. All right, drum roll. Number one sneaker of the year. It was this. It was this like a people know. Was it easy because I. I felt like this was the sneaker of the year for nine months now. What about yeah, the, what I feel about, like there was never any We definitely other picked it early on, and we're just like, well, nothing's better than that. So it just kind of like just <laughs> went with it. They were leading a race, the and they stayed in front. <laughs> we did debate these things. Yes. But I, to me, there was never any question, and I feel like a lot of people agree with this. Number one, I'm a Meniere Air Jordan 3. Beautiful Number one show. sneaker of the year. Beautiful shoe. It came up in Slack that someone said, is this a top five colorway of an Air Jordan 3 ever? A friend of I ours. You said top three. Top three, top three. Yes, top three, not I even top five. Who had, had said that they believed it was a top three Air Th Jordan 3 colorway, which I'm not that mad at that. Certainly. Well, that's a crazy thing to think about how much that breaks through if it's a well, top yeah, three. Black cement, white, white cement, cement, true blue. blue. Well, they this person who, who will not they, be named said, like the Black Cement, White Cement, Amamanier Jordan Three. Oh, that's 
good company. I brought up the mochas as well, and there was you guys were like, yeah, whatever. But that speaks volumes. Yes. What what a clean shoe. Just the colorway mm -hmm. kind of looks a lot like some of that pre-vintage stuff we've seen lately, yeah. but did it in a more tasteful way. There's no elephant print on it. It has suede instead, which yep. like a lot of times would look awful, but they managed to make great. it look really sleek. And the the, the, the liner. Well, you, you interviewed James Whitner about this show, Yeah, right? we uh, did it for the website. There's a video on the Complex's YouTube. Yes, sir. You can go watch that. It's like a 25-minute talk with him about it. And it was raised by women, the story yes. for it. Uh, he wanted to celebrate black women, um, women in his life. Mm -hmm. Jordan 3s were the first shoe that his mom ever, or not first shoe, but first Air Jordan that his mom ever. And he had that like touching like, spot that introduced it to, right? Yeah. Like which James Whitner has been doing with his Jordan collaborations to yeah, kind of help so, tell the story around them. I mean, everything, just the shoe was good, the story was good, gave exclusive access to women to purchase the shoe. Yes. So I felt like, and you know, I feel like a lot, there was a lot of chatter around the shoe because obviously with James's connection to Marcus and mm -hmm. the Trophy Room one releasing not that not that uh, long before it. Long before it and everyone was like, oh this is just gonna be Trophy Room like two point right. and it was like the complete couldn't be more couldn't be more separate. Yeah. And people were like, oh this was like a moment where like I don't want to I hate saying this, but like sneaker culture one. Yeah, it felt fair. It felt <laughs> fair in a way and like this is our number one shoe of the year, and what I like about it is that, or one of the things I like about it is that it's a big, important shoe, but it doesn't resell for that much. Like, before the shoe released, like, people were selling early pairs for, like, 800 around $1,000 or something like that. Right now, I think you can get a pair for a couple hundred dollars, and I love that. They're like, this is Oh, a, no, they're like, they're like, they're three, like, three they're like 600 bucks. Mm. Is that right? Yeah, they're like, between, they're, they're between five and six. Okay. Maybe yeah, he's a right. Bit he's off right. With that, but eleven and a half, seven fifty. Really? Yeah. Those are they're, yeah, okay. they're a little. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe, maybe that point doesn't stand as well. But I do remember a point where they were not reselling for that much. But regardless of the resale value, like the way they released felt so fair, and like to me, that's part of why we reward it because it feels like the people who dropped the shoe, James mm -hmm. Whitner, Amma Manier, mm -hmm. the Whitaker Group, understood the responsibility that comes with making a hot shoe in 2021. It's not just like, like I said earlier, you're making a hot shoe and putting it out. Like it doesn't stop at designing the sneaker. And another one of those sneakers where everything is placed so cerebral, mm -hmm. like the yellow, kind of like the yellowing sole, mm -hmm. the, the, suede is in the right spot. The, like, the text underneath the pull tab. Yes. And, and there's so many like, I mean, like, there's, like, hype Jordan 3s out there, you know, where mm -hmm. it's, like, in the past they've made limited edition Jordan 3s, and it's, like, I feel like some of them are, like, pretty awful. Sne like which ones? Like a DJ Khaled Jordan 3, to me, is, like, a pretty bad shoe. <laughs> um, <laughs> a shoe Joe has in his collection. <laughs> I mean, it's no, not, no shot of that. I just think it's an awful sneaker. Sure, yeah, but, you're entitled um, to your opinion. This is like a great shoe on a so great clean. silhouette, you know, where it's not just the th it's not just the fact that it's a limited Jordan 3 is carrying this project like mm -hmm. it has in the past for other limited edition shoes. Mm -hmm. This actually I feel like lives up to that. And it's a shoe that will look good for years to come. Yes. Like some of these are so flashy, mm -hmm. you know, and we reward flashy sneakers a lot and I think that's fine, but it's not necessarily like a sneaker that you can wear. You know, take, I don't know, a random one, Galaxy Foam Posits from 2004. Yeah, one tough. of the biggest sneakers that year and one yeah, of the ones tough. that you would have to put high on a year-end list. But a goofy-looking sneaker at the end of the day that you're not going to regularly wear. I love the Amma Minier Jordan 3 because it's like a shoe that I wore throughout the year and I will mm -hmm. continue to wear for the next 5, 10 years. Or even a shoe like, you know, keep it on the 3. It's like, you know, you have things like the Lotto Soulfly mm -hmm. Jordan 3s, which that shoe they only made like, X amount of pairs, yeah. but every time you see it, you're like, "Oh, that's an expensive hype shoe. It's a Jordan Three. Of course, it should be like in sneakerhead grail list." But right. maybe if they made as many of that design of that shoe and right. did it on a, a, a like a wider spectrum of a release, maybe it doesn't hold up. You know, to maybe wear sure. like an Amamanier Jordan sure. Three yeah. would, which they seem to have made a decent yeah. number of pairs, and yeah. it's still yeah. a really special sneaker to me. Shouts to James. Shouts to the Amamanier team. Number one sneaker of the year. Feel okay. good about it. Dude, it, it might have been an easy pick. Yeah. But here, here's the question, though, because I know I feel like maybe this is like the end to wrap it. So we picked this as the sneaker of the year. But looking back in five years, do we feel like this is going to be like still the sneaker think, of 2021? I think yeah. you get a Jordan 3, which is a tough assignment, mm -hmm. and you knock it out of the park. I think that it will have staying power. I stand by this one for sure. Especially for people who were there and who 
understood the context in which some mm -hmm. of these things released. I think if you weren't there, and in five years you you look back at this year and you said, wait a minute, clearly the trophy rooms were bigger because they'd go for more money, or you know, or the Travis Scott, or yeah, like to to me, this sneaker was better designed and better executed. So I, I stand by that. Okay, listen, this has been our top ten. Yeah. Of the year list. Our, our meaning our, us the group. sitting here, the yes. Complex Sneakers group as a we whole. Sure, we're sure you guys are going to have a lot of comments. We want to know your top 10 list. Yeah. Put the top 10 list in the comments. I yeah, know for it, sure. The, yeah. the whole 10. And, and I think maybe we'll, we'll revisit a little bit more on our personal picks. Yes. Because we do yes. have... All right, should we, should we talk about our personal favorites really quick or should we get out of here? I mean, I, I think there's a lot of... See, for me, I'll go real quick. Okay. But I mentioned it already. CDG definitely on there. Not okay. putting it to... Uh, New, the Jown, New Balance, definitely on there. Uh, the Virgil Lot 50 is definitely on there. I mean, like, you know, I don't want to go too into it, yeah. but, like, well, yeah, the, the ones I mentioned at the top. The, the ALD that you ALD. Uh, I don't know. If, you know what? I don't know if this is, like, a top 10 sneaker of the year list, but I'm looking back at shoes that I wore that shoe a lot this year. Mm -hmm. Bodega 990s. Okay. okay yeah. I wore that a couple times. Uh, yeah. And I'm not saying that that's, like, a top 10 shoe or, yeah. like, I feel like. One of your personal favorites, though. In the, I guess in the grander scheme of things, like, the Joe Fresh Goods 990, because I know there was a lot of debate originally when those two shoes came out like so close to each other like mm -hmm. which one do you like more and Joe Fresh Goods. yeah i think the joe fresh goods is the bigger and better shoe out of the two but i never ended up getting a, a yeah. pair of those so i didn't get a chance to to wear them but i got a pair of the bodegas and i just mm -hmm. wore that shoe all the time i feel like i probably would have done the same for the joe, joe fresh, fresh goods shoe yeah. so uh, for me i'm a minier three absolutely yeah. a high personal pick joe fresh goods new balance high up there eames reebok friends and family one that came up a lot this week that like people yeah. love that shoe really really yeah. on the kiss trip yep okay um carpet sb dunk those are my guys oh uh, car God, my it's been a long picks year. are so influenced by like people who mm -hmm. carpet sb dunk it's been a long work, year so wow. stuff like that that's like four I, I need to figure out one more but yeah and i do agree with joe solomon i've been wearing a lot of solomon lately yeah for sure i just don't know like i don't know if there's like one solomon that's to me i'm happy to finally be on the solomon wave but i, I there's not like it's hard to pick one yeah. All right. That has been our 2021 sneakers of the year list, one through 10. We want to know what you guys think Absolutely. is on your top 10. Feel free to put them in the comments on YouTube, on Instagram. And this has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. We hope everyone has a great weekend. And more than a weekend, right? Because we're going away for a couple weeks. Are we? I don't think we have a new episode until the new year, Joe. So oh, people wow. need to hold tight. People need to go back and watch their favorite episode yes. again. Uh, maybe we'll put up. We're not going to put out bloopers. We don't really have bloopers for this show, right? No. What, what else? How else are people going to spend their time over the next couple weeks? We'll be around. We're always around. You guys got three shoots today. Trust me, you'll be around. <laughs> people, people should spam eBay to make things happen for us in 2022, right? <laughs> eBay. You guys want us here in 2022, right? <laughs> Shouts to eBay. Uh, happy holidays. We will see you guys soon. Everyone like, subscribe, and this has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. See you guys soon. Happy New Year. Our producer is Dave Matthews. Our associate producer is Jasmine Plata. Sound engineering done by Kyle Garvey. Special thanks to Jen Stewart and Shiva Bayet. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network. Network.